0: It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now here is a
1: tomahawk missile himself, Vin Dog Radio. Woo! 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 Welcome to the kennel with myself, Vin Dog Radio, Money Bin Production. Please follow my man, Money Pit. On twitter instagram and rumble at money bin productions with the z. z yes ladies and gentlemen this show is brought to you by money bin productions rj entertainment that's right we're not going to let you know what that stands for because we're not going to let you take our pat that's all of ours and you can also follow us on podbean.com over 5 million downloads of the podbean app today We're also on iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Apple and Google Podcasts, and wherever you shall download podcasts, my friends. Over 500 platforms that we're on probably. And uh, yes, and thank you to the good folks that are listening in Turkey and around the world. And we need to get these numbers up here in America. I am a real American, said Hulk Hogan, uh, fight for the rights of every man. Here's a piece of Elizabeth I'm Always Drunk Warren, the one that calls herself an Indian, but she's really Pocahontas. But before we get into Pocahontas, we have to tell you, Money Ben has been working tirelessly to help me get this guy on, the American Sheriff, Mark Mark Lamb. Man, I know you got to be happy about that, right, brother? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Here's what Pocahontas had to say about this. Listen. For,
0: for now, and we are gonna fight back.
1: Hey, they played Indian music in the background for Elizabeth Warren, who said that she was part Indian. See, Pocahontas is tripping right now, everybody, because Roe v. Wade may be overturned. And uh, you can't uh, dismember babies in the womb anymore because that is what the left and the rhinos like to do. These people that like to do human sacrifices want to sacrifice children. And yes, uh, doing those sacrificial processes, it could hurt women from having children in the future. Then they don't talk about that part. Yes. And Elizabeth Warren is a godless sodomite. So that's how we roll around here and we don't care about what you lefty Lucy think about us because you can go and stuff yourself inside of an elephant cast and push a fork through your eardrums, you Satanist All right, Satanas Alright. So fantastic
0: pieces of amphibian
1: yeah Yes, she's a waste of Pocahontas. That broad said that she was Indian. <laughs> uh, she's good for nothing. You see, that's how these rich liberals work. They want to destroy you in the inner cities. They want to destroy America, period. That is their mission. She was so angry that Roe v. Wade is not going to be in business, and it's going to be up to the states. See, that's what it is. Ronald Reagan said it best. The nine most terrifying words is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And Elizabeth Warren is here to help put people in their graves. That's how she rolls, everybody. And I don't care what anybody says about Elizabeth Warren. She is not a nice lady. And I'm pretty sure her grandchildren can't stand her. (laughs) What a gash, bro. (laughs) <laughs> she doesn't know her head from her you Yeah. Know what. Yeah, exactly. In the ground, just like that. So it's going to be interesting. And ladies and gentlemen, please love and follow us. And follow me on Gatter, Twitter, and Instagram at Vin Dog Radio. And please don't forget to make a donation to the podcast if you can. If you find it in your heart to hit the donation switches into the podcast, go to the Cash app right now and hit the cash tag inside the Kennel1. That is inside the Kennel One for your donations. That is how we keep the corporate machine from interfering. Truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth,
0: so help us, God.
1: And enough said right there, my friends. We're coming back with more Inside the Kennel right here on Podbean.com with Sheriff Lamb, baby. Yes, the real American Sheriff right there, brother. Money Ben, you ready to cock back and aim, brother? You already know, brother. Yeah, he's he had to make sure he was locked and loaded and ready to go. Let's do it. Back in, in a, a minute, minute, sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. You can talk to my man, Money ben, That's right. You get Money Ben Productions up with a Z on Instagram. Yes, you can DM him or DM me at Vindog Radio USA on Instagram and Twitter also, and we will get back to you, and we will work with your budget. Small budget, big budget, large budget, any budget. We work with everybody. Isn't that right? Yes. Do we work with people that want to spend their money? Yes. Do we know how to promote? Yes. Are we the greatest podcast on earth? Yes. So please promote with the kennel right now and we will take care of you taking care of us because we love all of our people, right? Yes. We love everyone. Yes. We sure do, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Stay tuned. More of the kennel coming up, baby, right here on podbean.com. Okay, shoot, straight from the hip. And if you don't like it, go and stuff yourselves back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping It real himself in Dog Radio. Hey, what's up? It's Rick D's in the morning. Don't forget to wake up with me right here. But right now, Vin Dog, welcome back to the kennel with myself Vin Dog Radio a Money Bin Production. Please follow my producer Money Bin Productions on Twitter, Instagram, and what, Money Bin Productions with the Z. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you we are going to have a great friend of ours and he's going to be our brother to the podcast for life. And yes, we're talking about the host of the the real American sheriff himself, Mr. Mark Lamb. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, Vinny. Yes, be on, and I
0: and I know I left you hanging on Monday, so I'm glad we were able to work back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. We we're about to have a great time with this. Now, you know that there's a lot going on in, in the country, and that's saying the least, right? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Especially, yeah, that, as,
0: that's to say the least. That might be the understatement of the year.
1: <laughs> so I know that, you know, you as a sheriff and a lot of other sheriffs across America are having to fight against— the Uber regime that is really destroying our country at the border and there's drugs being imported. And not only that terrorist groups are entering the country too, at the same time, man, there's all sorts of
0: things wrong with it for anybody out there who doesn't think it's a crisis. I'm here to tell you it is like, this shouldn't be a political issue. It shouldn't matter whether you're a Republican, a Democrat or an independent. If you care about human beings, you should absolutely care about border security because People are being abused on a daily basis. Women are being raped. Uh, children are being used as pawns. Men mm-hmm. are being extorted. And then like you said, Vinny, they, they carry the, these dangerous drugs into our communities. And now they're poisoning American civilians to the tune of over 100,000 people a year. So absolutely, this is a major problem. And uh, it's gonna bring America to its knees if we don't deal deal with it. And, and honestly, this is why they, they have encouraged open borders. Because this helps them achieve what they want to achieve, which is to reinvent America.
1: Yeah, and, and that's really sad that they're doing this. And, and it's weird that they're doing that at this time. And as a matter of fact, uh, they were okay with 595 plus riots going on in the country a few years ago. And it, it's weird. It's just weird because I believe that this is their agenda. They have done their part. Hitting Americans against one another. And Ronald Reagan said the destruction is going to come from within and they're creating the division to do that right now.
0: Well, they have to, they have to divide to conquer. And when I go around and speak, I often tell the story of why zebras have stripes. Right. And if you listen to Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson has a thing where he talks about it, but uh, for your listeners, you know, this, you ask yourself, why does zebras have stripes? It's not for camouflage because If it was for camouflage, they'd be tan. A lion can be five feet in front of you. You don't see him. A zebra could be five miles away, and you can see him standing off in the distance. So it's not for camouflage. So a scientist wants to understand it. He goes out. He's watching this zebra. He looks at it and uh, looks down to make a note, looks back up, and he's like, crap, man, where'd that zebra go? So the next day, he's like, okay, I'm going to go paint some uh, big red X on the butts of a few of these zebras so that I can watch them. Mm-hmm. Next day comes back out. Guess what? The predators ate those zebras. Um, and why? Because they, the predators can't hunt the herd. They have to divide and conquer. They have to pull people off like they have to find one zebra and hunt that one zebra. And so what he realized was the zebra stripes were not camouflaged from their surroundings. They were camouflaged for each other. It's the we the people concept, which is what the government understands, which is why they try to divide us. So they can hunt us and conquer us and they divide us on race, religion, politics, Mm -hmm. whatever they can, class. Um, That's why they want to divide us and uh, they're successful in it. And, you know, we're, we're falling victim to, uh, they're they're exacting their plan exactly how they want it. And uh, they're causing commotion amongst the country, undermining the rule of law. I mean, I could go on forever, Vinny, but yeah, you can see that this is something that I'm passionate about.
1: Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, these people are institutionalist and they're not constitutionalist at all. Exactly, That's and, exactly it. Uh, hmm. And so the reason why I bring this up, because I read a quote a few weeks back and it was from J.D. Rockefeller. He says we have to cause disruption with the people so that we can create division and let them know that they are not one people. And it's, it's weird that he said that. He goes, we have to divide them by race. And that's what's happening right now. His agenda is going full throttle, that to divide them by race and keep everyone down in debt. Absolutely. And if you look at what's
0: happening, they're doing exactly that. They In 2020, they really created division, created a division amongst races. Um, and if you walk around in your community and we're just living amongst each other, you don't see it. No, um, but the media and the and the government wants you to see it. They want to create a problem there, the race division. Um, and then it's now really, if you look at what's happening, it's a class division. Right. They're trying to divide you now by class. They're creating elitists. And then there's the rest of us. Right. And if you, all these uh, these huge companies are gobbling up wholesale properties so that we'll all be renters and nobody will own property. Um, and they're creating a a, a a poverty level and, an, and a uber rich elite class and watch the way look the other night when they had that correspondence dinner in dc mm-hmm. that was a perfect example of how much how little they think of the american people like it's all a joke to them it's funny that gas prices are up food prices are up that the border's wide open they're they're cracking jokes about this stuff at the expense of the american people why because these elitists live up on their little fence their huge uh,
1: mansions looking down on us. And they don't really care. Exactly. And these elitists don't realize, especially the ones in Hollywood, that when <laughs> they're done with us, kicking us to the side and pushing us all the way to the bottom, they're coming after them next.
0: Absolutely. Uh, President Trump said it best. He goes, look, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in their way. And that's the truth. I mean, they're coming if you don't think they're coming for what you love, eventually you're kidding yourselves Mm -hmm. today. They're, they're, they're fighting for, you know, trans stuff, LGBTQ. uh, They're trying to take your kids and they're trying to teach your kids, but they're just systematically going through these things. But the people that are fighting for and on behalf of the government, they don't realize that eventually the government's going to come for what they love too, because they will strip everybody of everything they love to achieve what they want
1: to achieve. And yes, the nine most terrifying words you ever want to hear is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help.
0: That's Ronald Reagan. <laughs>
1: hey, I, I was I was in elementary school when Ronald Reagan was president, so I, I'm a big Reagan fan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love Reagan. My favorite Reagan quote is, if you can't make him see the light, make him feel the heat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good no, no, wait, I got it wrong. If you can't make him feel... No, that's it. Yeah. If you can't make him see the light, make him feel the heat. Yes,
1: that's indeed. And, and right now, I think there is kind of a great awakening happening with people in this country. Uh, the jet stream media is just not reporting on it because they don't want people to realize that there are people that are actually having common sense and saying, hey, wait a minute, what's really going on here? I mean, they're capitulating children to the gay BCs, and they're having 40-year-old men dressed up in clown suits saying that they're women and teaching these kids at age 5 years old, uh, well, you, you know you can be trans, uh, and they're doing this closet thing where they're putting kids in closets and having them come out and not letting the parents know, what kind of nonsense is this, Sheriff?
0: But they know that that's the way to change the society is to indoctrinate them at a young age and to make them confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people when I speak, I'm like, you know, we've you know what a flashbang is. And if a flashbang is a little kind of grenade, you pull the pin, you throw it in the house and mm-hmm. it had, doesn't have any shrapnel in it, but it has a loud noise and a, and a bright light and percussion. And it's designed to discombobulate you when we want to execute a search warrant so that we don't. Um, have to hurt anybody, we can actually take everybody and, you know, we can take control of the situation a lot easier. Well, we as a public, we as a people have been flashbanged. like they've thrown this in there and loud noise, bright light, um, uh, loud percussion, and they're, they've got us discombobulated and now they're taking control of us. And so we've got to get our wits about ourselves and regain control of the situation. Um, And you're right. I go all over the country. The majority of the Americans are waking up to the fact that these folks are not looking out for their best interests Mm -hmm. and they can no longer sit silent. Abraham Lincoln has a quote that says to be silent when when they should protest makes cowards of men. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is, is we have had too many people sit silent for too long. And uh, we're a nation of cowards for the most part.
1: Yeah. And right now, the people on the left are really scared right now because folks are becoming to be on the offense instead of being on the defense.
0: Absolutely. They don't like that. They don't want the people to wake up. They don't want us to become to find common ground amongst ourselves, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: regardless of race, religion, cultural upbringing. They don't want that. But that's what's happening. And it's happening because they've they've pushed their agenda too fast, too hard. And um, honestly, the, the sheet has been pulled off of their agenda that they've been rolling out for many decades.
1: Yeah. And as a matter of fact, uh, 22 people uh, that uh, Trump endorsed, they all got elected the other day. Did you see that?
0: I did. And that's going to continue to happen. Look, I think it's going to be a giant red wave this year. The problem is I don't just want a red wave. I want people who are America first candidates. It doesn't do any good if you got a bunch of rhinos in there. Exactly. um, And you're replacing one rhino for another. What we need are America first candidates. And that's the nice thing about the people that President Trump typically endorses he endorses America first candidates, which that's a, that, you know, that gives you some uh, some hope.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got to get rid of the Adam Kinzinger's of the world and the Mitt Romney's and Mitch Macanos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're
0: they're the elitists. Mm-hmm. They're about
1: the class.
0: Yeah. And, I, you know, the one thing I wish the founding fathers would have done different. I understand why they didn't. I was perplexed for a long time. But the one thing I wish the founding fathers would have done different was to put Um, a uh, limitation on how many uh, uh, term limit on on Congress and Senate for that matter, but Mm -hmm. especially Congress. But I realized why they didn't. I mean, two years, I thought, why did they do two years? But I realized it was because they didn't have planes, trains, and automobiles back then. And (laughs) when the guy went back to serve, it was a real sacrifice. It was a real nuisance to go serve as a congressman. Mm -hmm. You typically were a businessman. You had to leave your farm behind. You had to leave your family behind. And then you would go serve in Washington, D.C. Well, then I would come back and go, hey, Vinny, I just served my two years. Now you go serve. So that was what it was designed for mm-hmm. so that nobody was stuck up there for too long. They could they could return back to their normal life and somebody else from the community could go serve. Well, um, trains, planes, and automobiles messed that up. And now we have people making a career out of it.
1: That's cool. You made a John Candy movie reference. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in California, where I'm from, uh, Chad Bianco is our sheriff in Riverside County, and uh, he is along the same lines as you are, a very America first kind of guy. He's a people sheriff just like you. Um, And I don't know if you're you're noticing from the outside looking in, but California is really making that turn.
0: Yeah, you know... (laughs) California is a weird state. I I honestly think (laughs) that the votes are um, I think there's a lot of shenanigans going on with your votes. Mm -hmm. How does the guy who gets recalled get more votes the second time than he did when he first got elected? Exactly. I mean, that's shady as hell. Um, But you're right. I think that California has really been the epicenter of a lot of these liberal um, ideologies that are failing. And and California has been the victim of of their bad policies. And so I think a lot of Californians are saying, hey, enough's enough. Um, the the homelessness, it, it's affecting even the elitists now. And so mm-hmm. everybody's taking note. Chad Bianca was great. We spent a week together um in Huntington Beach at the Claremont Institute talking about constitution, critical race theory. I mean, all these things. Mm-hmm. And it was
1: that guy is is a great man, and you're lucky to have him as a sheriff. Absolutely. And the number one thing that you just mentioned right now, critical race theory. Now, we know that that is a bold faced lie, right? Um, oh, absolutely. And these people are really trying to change and they try to change the, the title of it, too, in order to fool the parents.
0: Right. They're they're trying to create something. They're trying to rewrite the history of this country to make it sound like the founding fathers were racist because the critical race theory is important to being able to undo the constitution. Because if you teach everybody that this country was founded by racist people, then it then it makes it easier for them to go back to the constitution and try to undo that. Mm-hmm. And so I think critical race theory is a lot more than what people actually think. I think it's designed to undo the constitution. And then when you really look back at it, the founding fathers were very anti-slavery. Initially, the the draft of the Declaration of Independence that they were gonna send to England was about slavery. There was a portion of it that was saying that they weren't gonna do slavery, but they thought it was so important to have a unanimous 13 colonies stand together when they wrote the Declaration of Independence and two of the states, and I think it was South Carolina and Georgia, would not sign it and would not be go along with it if the slavery piece was in there. And Mm -hmm. so, they, uh, they decided to take that piece out so that they could be unanimous when they sent it to England with the intention of removing slavery from this country nonetheless. And so it's sad that these guys are being deemed as other than that because they were always cognizant of the importance of removing slavery, which is why they wanted to found their own country, their own republic, mm-hmm. so that they could do away with that.
1: Absolutely, and they're depicting these men to be old racist white men. Well, that's kind of odd because Thomas Jefferson was thirty three years old.
0: <laughs> right, and I think Thomas Jefferson, one of them, some of them have had kids with some of their slaves. So yes. I mean, it wasn't racism wasn't that deep, you know. And I, it, uh, clearly, racism always exists, and it resists. You know, uh, it exists both ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you see more reverse racism where other people are more racist towards whites now. And it's being propagated by a mainstream media that's pushing a a narrative like critical race theory and um, by politicians who are trying to tell us how awful we are, you know, and how bad of a people we are. They try to say that America is bad, like this is a a terrible country that we're just. But you know what? The reality is, go look at the border. 300,000 people a month at least Mm -hmm. are trying to come to this country. Those are the ones we know about every month. I'm sorry. Uh, this isn't a racist country. 300,000 people a month trying to come here to, to take part in the American life and American way. I'm sorry. This country is not what the mainstream media and politicians want you to believe it is. This is still the greatest country in the world. Yes. And freedom still lives and abounds here.
1: You know, I believe that once people have entered this country and they really started to learn about what it's really all about, I think it's really going to backfire on the people on the left and the rhinos. It will. The average
0: uh if you look at a lot of the 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 Hispanic culture, the Hispanic culture is very conservative. They believe mm-hmm. in family, they believe in hard work, they believe in the ability to go out and make make something of yourself. And they don't believe in abortion, they don't believe in things like this. They're very religious. Mm-hmm. So when they start to understand the differences between Republicans or Democrats, or, or really between liberals and progressives, I would are liberals, progressives and conservatives, i think that they realize, hey, look, i'm really more conservative. You saw that happen in Miami where a lot of the cubans are now where Miami shifted, you know, and they they saw they were supporting Donald Trump. Um so yeah, you're i think you're going to see a huge shift. I don't think it's going to play out how they think it's going to play out.
1: Absolutely. And for a lot of people to say that uh America hates black people, that's kind of weird because the biggest uh, portion of the Republican Party was started by blacks in the state of Texas. One hundred and fifty of them. Right. They conveniently
0: try to to forget the fact that uh, they conveniently try to forget the fact that slavery and the KKK and all these things were the Democrat Party. Yes. Um. And and frankly, I think the Democrat Party to this day, when you look at their policies, is still designed to put the put the black man or black woman down or any other race, but specifically they say, well, they need, they don't have, they can't go get IDs. So we can't make them have an ID to vote. (laughs) Like to me, that is so demeaning against a certain race to say that you got that you don't have the ability to even go get an ID. Um, And if you really look at it and I could be wrong and you correct me because you, uh, you, you might see it completely different, but I see that they are still trying to, to deme- demean the race by saying, you're not capable of doing this, so we're going to do it for you.
1: Absolutely. I mean, Lyndon B. Johnson said at best, we're going to have them in lockstep for the next hundred years. That was their agenda with the Civil Rights Act when he signed it in 1964. Right. And, you know, I, I see a lot of
0: you, you look at what's going on in society. They're trying to do, they put the mask on you and make you take a vaccine and all these things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, they're trying to force you to do things. I don't know how anybody stands for those things. Like, I don't care if it's good or bad
1: for me. Don't force me to do it. Exactly. It's supposed to be your choice, but it's only your body, your choice when it comes to aborting 3,000 yeah. babies a day and half of them are black. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and, and you know, this shows you where we're at as a country that right now there are these people are absolutely losing their minds over the Roe versus Wade, which is <laughs> about killing babies. Like, I don't understand. That's how evil we've gotten to where our biggest fight is because we want to be, maintain the right to kill babies. Really? Exactly. I, I don't understand. To me, that shows how how, how bad of a uh, spiritual position we are in in this country. How far we have uh, drifted away from from God and from uh,
1: Jesus and all those things. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely, hundred percent. Now, I don't. I know you probably saw the video of Elizabeth Warren. She was so shaking; you can see the demon in her face, and she was like seething that this is going to happen. The turn, the overturn might happen. You know, I
0: I talked to somebody the other day and there are things that they will always exist cuz I cuz I government if they fix it then there's no need for these people. Mm-hmm. So abortion is one of those things because they know it's a hot topic and it's been something for a long time so they continue. That's why the left is like, "Oh, we can't do this." They want to be able to talk about it. Same with border security. Mm-hmm. They don't want to fix it because they want to be able to talk about it. That's why Republicans and Democrats who are responsible in Congress and Senate for putting forth common sense immigration reform. Mm-hmm. That's why they fail to do it because then they would not be able to talk about the issue if they fix it. So there's a lot of political issues that if they fix those problems, then they no longer have talking points to, to, to demean each other every two years when an election comes up. Um, Elizabeth Warren, I mean, that woman, it, she'll take any opportunity for political uh, to talk political points. Uh, she is the embodiment of what is wrong with this country Mm -hmm. in the sense that she'll, whatever it is that she can talk about to demean her political opponent, she will. And I don't know that she really cares that much about abortion or Roe versus Wade, but she thinks the people do. And if she thinks that she can gain some ground politically, she's going to do it.
1: Yeah. I know one beer too many for that lady.
0: (laughs) I can't even believe we take that lady serious, to be honest with you. I don't know. We like the people that we've put in power, who we hold on a pedestal, who we think, look, one when, when I got into politics, one of the things that I used to tell my wife right early on, cause I wasn't a politician. I was like, we're being led by a bunch of knuckleheads in this country. Mm-hmm. Like these people are not put together for the most part. And then we put them in power and then we act like they're the end all be all. And the very knowledgeable, I'm here to tell you, most people I've met, most of these folks they're not that impressive. And you shouldn't really put a lot of stock or faith in what they're saying. Uh, honestly, we got to get back to putting blue-collar people in office um, and, and who people who, who just are common sense that want to put America first. Absolutely. Not these people who are elitists who really, frankly, aren't that intelligent in the first place.
1: Yeah, that's why they dummy up like a great Archie Bunker used to say to the meathead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to tell you, the Founding Fathers designed the Bill of Rights and the Constitution for people to self-govern, not yes. for them to be governed.
0: That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, we still, the, the the Republic has proven to be one of the best governments you can have. But it really, there's a lot of thought to it. It's about, you know, first of all, like Thomas Jefferson, I think it was Thomas Jefferson said it's made for a moral uh, society. Um, if you don't, then you lose it. Um, and I could be wrong who said that, but one of those guys said it. Uh, but it's, it was designed for, for people that wanted to live and appreciate freedom. Um, Alexis de Tocqueville, who wrote Democracy in America, and this is kind of where we're at as a country, mm-hmm. Alexis de Tocqueville, who was sent here by France in the early 1800s to understand the American Republic. And so he came here and lived here and, and, and wrote a book on it called Democracy in America. But one of the quotes that he has that I think is so telling is, it says, the American Republic will survive. Until the day that Congress realizes it can bribe the people with the people's money. And that's really where we've gotten to in this point, where the Congress has realized they can bribe the people with the people's money.
1: Yeah, 100%. And that's why they're doing insider trading, collecting money off of us, period.
0: Well, that's why they like things like COVID, because then they can give you your own money back and, and make you feel like they did something special for you. They freaking gave you like 1,000, 2,000 bucks, big deal. <laughs> I don't know. People act like that was a huge amount. I mean, it's, I know for a lot of people it was impactful, but at the same time, it encouraged laziness um, and it was not that much money. Like if you're able to be bought off for a thousand, two thousand bucks, we got a lot more problems in this country.
1: Absolutely, hundred percent. And that wasn't really all of your money that they gave you back <laughs> because it's fun to write in other places around the world. And you know what it felt like? Hey, here's a few bucks. Like you were a little kid that coming to ask
0: your mom, and they're like, you know what? I'll give you a couple bucks for that candy bar, and pat you on your head, and send you on your way, because they're just tired of dealing with you. That's what that was to me, mm-hmm. and I don't like that kind of. I don't like it when the uh, the government treats me like that. So,
1: mm. amen, brother. Because I love working for what I earn, you know, and it's it it feels great that way.
0: It's that's how we are designed as human beings is to work, to put forth effort and achieve whatever it is you're doing. Is to work for it, you know, go through the challenges and trials that life has, you know, kicks you in the face and, and pushing through those things and, and making the person that you are that's what it's designed for,
1: yes, sir. And uh, so you know, your show was really good when it was on television, and then you took it to the online area and it's been really uh thriving, right? Yeah, it's been doing good, but we've been down for a couple months because we've been working on a deal
0: um with, uh, with a bigger company, but. We're going to try to go live this year, so we're really getting ready to ramp it up and hopefully the people will stick with us and we'll get more on um, because Mm -hmm. we're going to do some great things. And we're really we're just trying to create a voice for law enforcement. So where you have government and mainstream media trying to to undermine the rule of law and tear away at the 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 um, the respect and the um, the trust that they should have in their law enforcement. And we're trying to bring that back, especially with the office of sheriff, which I think is the a very important office for
1: the sustainability of America. Absolutely. You guys are the last defense, the last line of defense for us. And let me tell you, people say, oh, man, you know, do you hear all this stuff per capita? What's happening with, you know, the police and the interaction in the community and police brutality? I'm like, dude, are you serious? You really believe that nonsense? I'm like, I've had hundreds of encounters with police officers and sheriffs in my lifetime. And most of them have became extended friends and family. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've, yeah. we've sat together and, and broke bread, had barbecues, and you know, and we share the same common things in life. Like we love our community and, and we love one another. That's what it is. It is. There was, and it's the media that, that
0: misleads these people. I remember seeing an article, I think it was last year or the year, I think it was 2020 or 2019. But the article said, Black women are dying at the hands of police every day. <laughs> oh. Okay, so that's what they said. And you know how many people died in that year? Two black women died at the hands of police in that entire year. Mm-hmm. So it is completely, that's what they do. They lie. They mislead the American people. They are twisters of words and confounders of truthful people. And they do it with all with an agenda And it's sad to watch because they should be holding government accountable. That's what the the mainstream media should be there for us to tell us the truth about what our government is doing. But it's become um, a a propaganda tool for the government. And now when they lose one of their propaganda tools uh, or potentially lose their ability to, to, to really spread disinformation, what do they do? They create the office of of misinformation Mm -hmm. to protect
1: once they lost
0: their ability to do it on Twitter.
1: Exactly. And as you know, uh, Communist Narrative Network's ratings went down like tremendously over the past decade. And then they tried to come out with their CNN Plus and that didn't work out. I mean, 5,000 people, really? (laughs) And
0: they spent like 300 million dollars. Yeah, If I had $300 million to spend on American Sheriff Network, I would have gone gang busters. Like <laughs> But they spent $300 million and they just, I think they had 10,000 subscribers in the end and just bombed.
1: Yeah, it, it was terrible. It was really terrible. Well, I'm glad Nicholas, that you- Nicholas Sandman, the owner of CNN,
0: <laughs> after he <beat> him, <laughs> he's got to be very disappointed in their
1: misuse of money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I tell you a network that I really do like and there really are fair and right down the middle is uh, uh, Newsmax.
0: I do like Newsmax. So I I do a lot of interviews on Newsmax and I do a lot of interviews on OAN and Real America's Voice, which I think is really up and coming.
1: Oh, yes. My friend Amanda Heads at an Anchor over there. <laughs> I, just, I was on with
0: Amanda yesterday and uh, John and Amanda and they did a great. They do a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see Real America's Voice really be one of the uh, up and coming ones. But I love Newsmax. I know a lot of those hosts over there, mm-hmm. and they're great guys and they're great Americans. And if you're going to get your news based on what I see, when when they're talking about the border and what I see, they are the most in line. Newsmax, OAN, and Real America's Voice are the most uh, legitimate and probably your best sources of information.
1: Those are my three favorite networks that you just mentioned right now.
0: (laughs) And those are,
1: it's because you like truth and that's where you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 100% man. Sheriff lamb. I really appreciate you, my brother. And I'm glad that you came on. Finally, (laughs) we got it together. It's awesome. You got
0: my, you got my cell phone. Um, let me know anytime. I'm, I'm happy to come on.
1: Yes, sir. I, I would love for you to come on again. And when you come to California, con- get in contact with me. We could have a little lunch. <laughs> Where are you at in Cali? Uh Riverside. You know? Same oh thing. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right.
0: Riverside. You told me that. Yeah.
1: So we well, can rivers, get to- <laughs> those freaking California's
0: weird, man. You drive in from Arizona and you get to you start to get to all the houses like in Riverside and stuff. And you're like, oh man, I'm getting close. <laughs> Three hours later. You finally get to the, to the coast. You're like, up, how big is this place? I know it's a
1: huge place. I, I, it's and your traffic's,
0: your traffic's no bueno.
1: Oh man. That's why I'm glad I'm out in the countryside of Riverside County. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. But you guys, I mean, look, it's sad to see what they've done to California. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful country or state, but we, uh, when people come here from California, I always say the same thing. I said, welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: california is going to be red again my friend
0: <laughs> Well, I, I think that the vote both in 2020 and in 2022 on the or whatever 2021 on the recall i like i shenanigans go watch 2000 mules and go check out true the um they are doing some great work uh, showing you just exactly how um, how much we need to fix with the uh, voting system in this country and how how much they impacted, um, illegally impacted the uh, election in 2020.
1: Yep, because on November 3rd, Donald Trump did run up the scoreboard in California, but they gave it to, uh, you know, resident uh, Flashbang himself. So yep.
0: <laughs> I think he ran up the score everywhere, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Arizona, you know, 30 minutes after the first numbers dropped on that on election night, they were calling it for Joe Biden already, which is a bunch of hogwash. Mm -hmm. Like there was still 2 million plus votes to be counted for counted. And yet you, you were going to call it for him that early on. I mean, that alone said to me that there was some, some real shenanigans going on and
1: Fox nonetheless. Oh yeah. 110% on that. Ladies and gentlemen, my good brother in Christ, Mr. Sheriff Lamb. Yes, indeed. Oh, I got an applause. Nice. (laughs) Please love and follow the podcast on podbean.com, Spotify, and wherever you should download podcasts. God bless you. God bless America. Take care of one another. We love you. And let's do this again, Sheriff. Let's do it. God bless
0: you, brother.